I just think everyone has their own experience with like coming back together for the holidays and it's such a like a social media thing now too is like you know who's gonna bring up politics who's gonna bring up religion (laughs) who's gonna bring up like it's that time of year where you get to see that creepy uncle or like all these jokes that they come up with on social media and so everyone has some sort of connection to you know it's not going to be the way that o'connor's do you know holidays or the way that we react to each other or things like that but everyone has that experience of like i'm excited for the holidays but we have this person is gonna be there or this might come up so yeah i'm glad you said that because there was a tweet that i saw it was a guy of course coming on thanksgiving it was a guy it was a text thread between son and mom and mom pretty much said all right you know everyone's gonna be around for family no stock talk and he's like why not you guys all want to be broke that was this is the conversation i wish i could pull it up right now he's like well you guys all want to be broke it's like well no this is mom now saying no sometimes it just gets really annoying to hear that and uh, all right well i guess i won't be there this year is what he said (laughs) to end the conversation it's just so interesting to see like Hell of an intro. I tell you what you info, but I never really been the type of dude to give no info. Welcome to the Walking Girl Show, everyone. It's Ronnie and Courtney on the mic, and we have one of my highly anticipated episodes. I've been waiting for this for quite some time. Carly's looking at me like, <laughs> why is this? No, no, no. Carly, I've... <laughs> and the reason why I say highly anticipated, because Carly, I'm just going to, Courtney was not ready for this. Uh, so that's why she's cracking up. She's oh, probably, no. I've just probably uh, got her nervous, but um, I've heard a lot and I, she always talks about you and I just, I need to meet Carly because I hear a lot about her. And so I'm having, I thank you for blessing us with your presence for today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> okay. I don't but, say uh, mean things. I never said you do. See, know, look I at you. I just wanted You're... to preface. <laughs> Her eyes are just. I just wanted to preface. That's all. No, no, I've heard. I've heard a lot. Whether it be good, bad, ugly, I just heard. I've. She, it's a lot of the conversations. It's just like, yeah, my sister does. Like, well, who is your sister? I mean, I gotta. I gotta figure out who she is now because she brings you up a lot. Um, <laughs> and take it how you want. I mean, I, I'm not here to cause drama. <laughs> <laughs> We're all good on that. In that but, regard. Uh, Again, thank you. Thank you for being here and allowing us to take some of your time away from what, what you have planned for today. Um, and as we always like to kick everything off, how is everyone doing? We're coming off of, you know, the, the big old holidays. So how's everybody doing? Courtney, we'll kick it off with you first. Okay. Yeah, I'm good. Um, you know, our favorite word. Yeah, <laughs> I, um, it's the we're recording the day after Thanksgiving. It's probably episode's not going to come out for a while, but we're recording the day after Thanksgiving, so we're here. I'm not usually in person with my sister, so that's why yeah. I took advantage of this opportunity, but we're um, both at my parents' house um, in Arizona, so yeah, family's all together, ate lots of good food. Carly made most of the food, so I gotta give her- Oh yeah? Carly, you're the chef? Out. But I no. made all the food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she did most of the, the work there. My dad does like the turkey and some of the mm-hmm. heavy lifting, I guess, in that area. Um, but, but yeah, everything was good and all of our pets are here and it's just a whole interesting family affair. So yeah, Who, but who's, good over here. Who's the cat lover? Which one? 
Um, my I'm mom just... is more of a cat lover than I am, I would say, but um, <laughs> our mom's a wacko, but um, I also have a cat, and I was converted during the pandemic because I fostered yeah. kittens. Oh, nice. Um, and then my cat now is a disabled cat he's got angular <laughs> limb deformity so okay. his front legs are like this and <laughs> i had fostered him for like five months and then i couldn't get him adopted out so he's my little baby nice nice mm. and i just made a face because my parents had i'd say recently but how long have they had mac like a year or yeah probably about mac. a year so mac, mac being the, the, the cat yeah yeah um and but Carly's had the cat. her cat, Johnny, longer. That's why I would call her the cat lady first. Yeah, well. Because my mom was anti pets for a while. Mm. And then it's it's like as soon as now I can't call mom without Come here, Mac. What are you doing, Mac? Oh, Mac is so cute. So, you know, it's those videos where like it's like the my dad with the dog that he said we couldn't get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how my mom was. I was like, we don't need a cat. We don't need this. We don't need. Mm -hmm. And now she's like, oh, little Mac, and has all these names. And it's, it's funny, funny that you. It's, it's funny that you guys say that because I grew up with cats. Um, and now for the most part, we're all. I have three other siblings. We're all pretty much out the house or leaving the house. Mm -hmm. And my mom recently is like, yeah, I think it's time for me to get a pet again. I was like, wait, what a world. I thought you just said you don't want anymore because no one helps mm -hmm. you with it, whatever the case may be. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, now everyone leaves. I guess it's your companion at that point. So it mm -hmm. makes sense. But it was just like, it's funny how the it all goes in circles. You need something to care for or something like that. Yeah, a, yeah. a partner, a companion at the end of the day. But I don't want to shy, jump over this. Carly, how are you doing? You know, how's your heart? You know, <laughs> I am doing okay. I've been very tired the last couple days, mm. um, and yeah, just kind of a lot of energy depletion from traveling. And uh, she drove from being around some people that oh, are, wow. uh, that live different lifestyles than me, but <laughs> otherwise, um, still doing everything that I need to do. Yeah. To, to stay whole and happy that I have my cat with me. <laughs> mm -hmm. How how long was that drive? About nine hours. Okay, so like a trip back from North Carolina, Connecticut. So mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I couldn't. I understand the pain. Mm -hmm. When are you doing it back? Like when are you Sunday. Oof. Okay, so you have some time to rest, which is oh yeah. How are you? <laughs> I stopped driving. <laughs> I I stopped doing those road trips. <laughs> Yeah, yes, definitely. It's on my mind about every time I do it. Yeah. Um, but my mom is a pusher, so. Mm, she got you to do it. You didn't want to really do it. Yeah, well, I think I say that every time, and then I just do it every time. But, yeah, this time I'm like, next year I won't. But I haven't said <laughs> So she'll do that on the podcast and get upset. Uh-oh. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! But this might, yeah, we'll see. How are you, Ronnie? How's your heart today? I'm, I'm doing good. Um, 
it was a good holiday, I would say. And the reason why we're talking about holidays is because it's all going to come together. But I'm doing good. It's good. I was very relaxed, I would say. I think it was probably one of the most relaxed uh, holidays. I typically, like Christmas and Thanksgiving, I'm sitting down. I'm chilling. Don't don't really get me to be active. Um, so even today, I would say, just getting up to get ready to do this, I'm like, oh, damn, I have to still record today. Um, so this is one again, it's the, the moment in time where I actually typically like to relax and just kind of kick my feet up once in the blue, which is not mm-hmm. common. Uh, so this is right now. I'm just I'm really relaxed. I'm comfortable. I'm calm. Um, I have a lot of energy still. So if I need to go take it on the world, I still have the ability to do that. But we're not going to do it today. <laughs> not today. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we made you do something. No, you're, you're good. You're today. good. <laughs> yeah. I, after this, I'll probably go right back on. So it's all right. Yeah. So you got to relax sometimes. And I'm mm-hmm. learning that as I as I navigate life, it's just more like take that time for yourself to relax um, mm-hmm. and be present with family or friends, whatever the case may be. And mm-hmm. so let's let's go dive right into the conversation for today, because coming off the holidays, it could be tricky. All right? It could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing for, you know, depending on your personal circumstances. And I myself... Um, for those that don't know, I'm in North Carolina with zero family. In fact, the family that I lean on more is my girlfriend's family to kind of get that that love and nurture that you that you may need or n- miss out on. My family's all still in Connecticut, so I don't go up there quite frequently. So, if, you know, holidays around the family, it's like one of those things where it's like, do I look forward to it all the time? Not not really, just because, again, most of my family is in Connecticut. Not to sh- shame on my girlfriend's family, but it's, of course, it's a different type of love for the people that you grew up with. Mm-hmm. But for myself, um, I, I will be taking a trip, so that we'll talk a little bit more about that and, and as we go on in the conversation, because it's, it's going to get spicy, I will say. I could see <laughs> this um, Christmas being a, a very spicy one, just because of what's been going on while I've been gone and my mother relays everything to me. So for any family mm-hmm. that is that that's that's whatever's going on, just know I know everything. Trust mm-hmm. me, whether you know it or not, good, bad, or ugly, you know, all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's family. Yeah, what what can you do? Yeah, gotta love them. <laughs> we talked before about like leaving hometown and leaving, yeah. you know, not being there anymore. But that's definitely one thing I can agree with is mom. We know all the details. <laughs> details we do not need. About extended family, we barely know. <laughs> it's just like, oh, oh, yeah, all right. Did you hear who's engaged? Did you hear who's having this baby? Did you hear this person broke up? Did you, uh, these two people got in an argument, so we're not talking to them anymore. <laughs> okay. Oh my goodness! Yeah, all right. You just brought back a, a memory of my mom telling me that same exact thing. Yeah, this person gave me an issue, so I'm not mm-hmm. talking to them. I'm like, what happened? Mm-hmm. Like. Just yeah. a week ago, you guys were just fine, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Definitely a mom thing, I guess. But yeah. I, I got to ask you guys. So when you guys get together as a family, is it just your household or is it other individuals like cousins? And is there, how does that work? So when we lived in New York, it would be a big family get together. But now that we're in Arizona, it's just our immediate family. Yeah. Um, and like we'll still try like last year for christmas we went to visit my grandpa yeah um last year was my grandpa's 70th birthday nice so we went to um surprise him and that was awesome he lives near um my mom's sister so um so it's my mom's sister's family and 
my grandpa and grandma and us. Mm. So that was great. We all spent time together. Um, but back when we lived in New York, it was kind of like my whole, our whole matriarch. It was mm. our great grandma and then my grandmother's sister and kind of like all of our cousins. So we mm. would get together and we have like 4th of July celebrations and mm-hmm. Easter celebrations, Christmas celebrations, not Easter. <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we used to do a lot of stuff, but now we've kind of all separated. Yeah. And yeah, we. I think we all still like try to go back as much as possible. Mm-hmm. We went back for my cousin's high school graduation. Mm-hmm. But... That's the graduation, Courtney, that you went to, right? Yeah. yeah. Where you met the DJ. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So are we gonna have him as a guest? That's why I told him. And <laughs> and um. Well, and I was going to say, when we went back for my grandpa's 70th, that's that was New Year's, so that's when we met uh, at the New Year's, so it all kind of, yeah. Do you guys, is your house, is your <laughs> house, like, typically the party house when it comes to, like, getting together, or do you guys go somewhere else? Uh, so yeah. we, yeah, I grew up at Liberty, <laughs> my house was the party house, so everyone came to us. Uh, mm. I mean, we all the shebangs. I mean, you you named the holiday. It was probably at our house, and everyone was coming over, and we had to mm. obviously cater to everyone. I, I enjoy that to a certain extent because a lot of the cleaning was on us, yeah. and there was not much that we can really do on that part. Yeah. Uh, but, of course, it was always great to not have to go anywhere, and you can have everybody come to you and just enjoy mm. everyone's presence. But, I mean, I, I tell you, the cleaning aspect of it, and <laughs> Well, I can only imagine, like, your social <laughs> cup. You know, where it's like, it's getting late and you're like, okay, when do these people leave? You know, where when it's, when you're going to someone else's house, it's like, we get to choose when we leave. Yeah, yeah. Um, I could imagine that, but yeah, we've never really been, um, I mean, the only time we ever hosted was Carly's birthday it was in the summer. So she got to have like barbecues outside and yeah. I think that's really the only thing we ever hosted, but it was always outside. Of course, we, mom would make us clean the entire house as if anybody was going in my room for an outside party but um yeah that's the only time we really hosted but we would go like thanksgiving meals would always be with grandma and papa and um we'd do like following christmas morning um or not not christmas morning but like that type of thing we would do like a christmas thing at my my mom's aunts and they we were just kind of like on the outskirts of the town where okay. other family were more in town, so it was kind of easier for people to gather, and they just have like a big house. Yeah, so yeah, it was like tiny house. Yeah, they just had like a big fancy house, but we always thought it was fancy because that's where everyone, you know, got together and a perfect spot for trick or treating, the perfect spot to mm-hmm. meet for the parade in town, just different things like that. With um, yeah, like it's funny like thinking back where it's like Fourth of July was my favorite holiday. Mm-hmm. It's like well. No, it was just we really liked spending time at Aunt Lisa's house and, like, Aunt Sue would bring over pizza at the end of the night and they had a pool and just all these different things that you think is, like, the coolest thing as a kid. And Speaking of favorite holidays, what are, Carly, we'll start with you, what is your favorite holiday? Yeah, my favorite holiday used to be um, the 4th of July, but I don't okay. think it I don't think it was because I was at Aunt Lisa's. I, I always thought it was because it, like, represented the first, like, tastes of freedom that I got and I don't mean freedom in terms for country (laughs) I mean like um because we would go into town and it was Mm -hmm. the first time that I would be able to just like be like hey I'm going to see Lauren and then like go there's a parade in the morning and then the fireworks at night and you're just like 
able to like hang loose all day. I need to and make a connection. Sorry, Lauren has been brought up on the podcast before. The Lauren I'm thinking of. It was actually a different Lauren, but I was I knew oh. I could just say it without a last name. But anyway, yes, Lauren is Biko Scala's fiance. Oh, really? And all these connections. <laughs> I, I'm like connection. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yes, continue. Um sure. <laughs> sure, but yeah. It was, yeah, it was, like, the first day that, like, I remember being, like, 13 and being, like, yeah, I can just hang out in town. Yeah. Um, Nobody cares. That was part of, like, where we lived, too, was, like, we were not really, we had to drive to anything. And, you know, obviously, we can't You guys lived out in the country, essentially. Is is that kind of, that's, hey, Carly, I'm just trying to figure it out. Don't come tacking me now. (laughs) She gave me that look, like, what the hell you just say to me? (laughs) We're country girls. That was one of my suggestions was like, I can talk about life in a small town, but I also really don't want to talk about that because I know Courtney like thinks my life is so crazy and I'm just like, it's not that crazy. But like we all called Saugerties a small town because it's small relative to the city. Mm -hmm. Saugerties is a town of 25,000 people. It's not that small. Um, But then we lived 13 minutes outside of town. So that is kind of outside of town yeah well and i didn't think of it as like not populated i just we lived on a highway so you don't we can't walk anywhere we can't like our backyard was the new york state thruway and our front yard was a highway across from a fire department so it was just like there's nothing we don't play with kids in the neighborhood it was nothing like that it was just more so so for the fourth of july we would like i said go to aunt lisa's house we had cousins that like my cousin is my age he was born a month after me so Mm -hmm. i always had him there um and then there was always baseball games in walking distance. Our friends would be at the field in walking distance, things like that. So that's kind of like that that freedom that she mentioned. And all of our friends would be at the parade. So we could just say, like, you know, I, my friend is over there. Or their family is always over there. And we just tell our parents and we were allowed to go, which rarely happened. So it was definitely that that bit of freedom. But. Carly, you mentioned 4th of July was your favorite. So what is? Or do we not have one? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I like Halloween. Okay. Um, <laughs> there was a good party this year for Halloween. I think I still like the 4th of July because in uh, Paonia, where I live, they do. We, like, don't celebrate it patriotically. We celebrate the harvest of cherries. <laughs> yeah. It's called Cherry Days. So um, that's just the way it times out is that cherries are harvesting during Independence Day. So, like nobody dresses patriotically whereas like in new york everyone's like bullying really? on like their old navy attire mm-hmm. whereas <laughs> like in peonia everyone's like either just wearing normal clothes or dressed in like cherry attire <laughs> so so i really like it yeah i've been cherry. in a parade typically but like the parade in Peony is like three minutes long, so it's nice. Mm. It's very chill. Hmm. How about yourself, Courtney? What's yours? Um, I'd probably just have to say Christmas. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I appreciate gathering with family. I know we're going to get more into that conversation, but I do appreciate spending the time together. Um, and just, I'm, I mean, I think we've touched on love languages before. I'm, I just really like gift giving and, mm-hmm. um, you know, just seeing, especially if I have a good idea or we're, I would say we're both really crafty. Um, so especially if we make something that people enjoy or that people are able to use, 
Um, so I like that. Um, yeah, not not a Halloween. So just Christmas. Yeah, yeah, pretty typical, but. For myself, I'd have to agree with Carly. Well, Carly said Wes. I don't know. She's kind of on the fence with this one. I don't know. Fourth uh, mm -hmm. of July and mine is New Year's. Um, mm -hmm. Celebration is kind of yeah. Celebration is where I, I I enjoy the most is when gathering people, getting people together and celebrating accomplishments or just celebrating something. Mm -hmm. um, that's it. The gift giving. <clears throat> I'm not. I'm. I'm a guy. So I don't know. I use I use this stereotype, right? Guys are bad givers, uh, gifters, <laughs> and I'm okay with it. <laughs> um, but I would say for myself, it's uh, New Year's and Fourth of July. I think it's gonna depend. Here I go. Um, I think it's gonna depend on like the year too, because like this type of thing, I'm really excited for New Year's just because of like what it symbolizes for me this year, where like other years I probably am like. I, I, not that big of a deal um last year I was excited because I was somewhere new and I I'm not usually somewhere new you know so it kind of depends but and just like I mean my first year over in I think I, I went back for Christmas every year but my first year that my parents were over here we knew we wouldn't have a bigger family gathering for Christmas so that felt yeah. a little bit different you know so I think I think it kind of feels a little bit different each time um but yeah kind of depends yeah, that's one thing my family does really well for Christmas. Um, that's the one holiday where I probably missed out more than anybody <laughs> um, ever since moving. But that's one holiday mm -hmm. where we all get together. Not everybody, because it's it's more immediate and as well as uh, my mm -hmm. aunt and I, who I pretty much grew up with, uh, where we all like just get together. That's one holiday I can actually say I could commend my family for staying to their to their hands to their principles or just all right this is the one holiday we're always going to get together and as we all start to separate it's become more and more difficult where it's now we're trying to figure out all right who's going to be there this year who's not and mm -hmm. i'm going to be there i have a cousin who isn't going to be there who we're typically there so it's always that dynamic yeah. of where we're yeah. kind of like fussing and fighting with but um yeah. let's talk about getting together with family sometimes it could be you know a good thing um i know myself it's i said it's going to be interesting because there is a dynamic going on within the family right now where there's a lot changing and a lot of people, a lot of people are getting taken advantage of. Um, but how do you guys in difficult and I, I'm going to kind of take this for myself, right? Because I'm going to apply depending on what you guys say, of course. <laughs> what do you, how do you guys have those difficult conversations with them? <laughs> During um, the holidays, just to not cause. I know my answer, but I wanted to see what Carly was going to say first. How do we have difficult conversations with the family? Um, I'll say, like, right now, I'm having an experience. And I'm feeling like I need to, like, process it. Mm. Like, just let it be the experience mm -hmm. that it's being. And then bring it up maybe next time bring it up when it's passed mm -hmm. or something like that and it sucks because it's like this is just the experience that it's being but I just feel like I'm like too heated right now or like we're both just in this right now mm -hmm. so it's not the time right, right. for that so it's really hard to be in like a bubble with people and not be able to kind of solve the issues that you're having. Like, it's like, Oh, we're butting heads or something. And I feel like I'm trying my best and I don't know if like the other party is trying their best, 
but I'm just like, okay, it's, it's, I'm not ready to communicate whatever I want to communicate. And of course I don't even have the words for what I want to communicate, which tells me that I'm not ready to communicate that. So, so I'm just like, yeah, this is going to have to like, I'm going to have to go home and figure out like how I'm actually feeling about this. And then um, bring it up at Christmas mm-hmm. and bring it up later on, on FaceTime. No. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Because that's what I was going to say. I, I, yeah. I would, for myself, at least I like to deal with issues head on. Right. So Carly, you're saying uh, maybe not the right time where if I see it's not the right time, I can care less. That's my problem. That's that's my thing. It's like, oh, brother, like you're going to deal with this. And of course, some things can be said, right? That doesn't need to be said, which is why I think uh, just having everyone and we're not having to say just to kind of give everybody what's going on in our personal life. It's more let's just uh, give everyone a perspective of like, yes, there's there's maybe times where you're going to experience something in life where you're going to have tough conversations with the people that you love and you don't want to upset them. You don't want to trigger anything to keep that relationship. So you got to be respectful of everyone. And that's why I'm just kind of seeing it. All right, Carly's like, yeah, I'm just going to process this. Whereas me, I'm like, all right, yeah, you're here in front of me. Let's talk about this. Let's do this now. <laughs> and that's just, um, I think, go ahead. I think it kind of depends on like how large or how small it is. Like, okay. that's fair. I, there were two things that I like had a minor confrontation about and, and I've had two like mini blowups <laughs> that I didn't like, like just Courtney heard me yesterday. Like my mom was like, Carly, are you ready to go? Uh-huh. And I'm like, I'm changing because she just like, she had already asked me once and I was like, I'm changing. And I'm just like, Stop rushing me. Mm. <laughs> so, mom's gonna hear this. I know. Well, it's <laughs> uh, funny that she said that because I didn't. I, I when she said I had two blowups, I was like, I don't. Was I there for that? Because I haven't witnessed a blowup. Um, so just kind of different levels. Which I mean, she's processing her own things internally. Yeah. So it's like she mentioned, where the way we see things is gonna be different. But, but I think it's. I was just gonna bring up. It's generally speaking, like you mentioned why we have this conversation, then we can go back into it yeah. is I just think everyone has their own experience with like coming back together for the holidays. And it's such a, like a social media thing now too, is like, you know, who's going to bring up politics? Who's going to bring up religion? <laughs> who's going to bring up like, it's that time of year where you get to see that creepy uncle or like all these jokes that they come up with on social media. And so everyone has some sort of connection to, you know, it's not going to be the way that O'Connors do, you know, the holidays or the way that we react to each other or things like that. But everyone has that experience of like, I'm excited person. for the holidays, but we have this, this person is going to be there or this might come up. So yeah, I, I'm glad you said thing, that because but... there was a tweet that I saw. It was a guy, of course, coming on Thanksgiving. It was a guy. It was a text thread between son and mom. And mom pretty much said, all right, you know, everyone's going to be around for family. No stock talk. And he's like, why not? You guys all want to be broke. That was, this is the conversation. I wish I could pull it up right now. He's like, well, you guys all want to be broke. It's like, well, no, this is mom now saying, no, sometimes it just gets really annoying to hear that. And uh, all right, well, I guess I won't be there. This year is what he said (laughs) to end the conversation. It's just so interesting to see, like, I mean, just so what you mentioned, you got that one person that yeah. always talks about this one thing and it's just like, yeah, give it a break mm-hmm. kind of thing. No one wants yeah. to really hear it. And it just made me think about that tweet. And I was just, I wish I could find it to pull it up for you guys who are on YouTube. Uh, I'll try to do my oh. best. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say, Carr and I have, I think we have, 
better conversations as we get older about us individually and how we've grown and what we've learned and all these different things. And, and I think I'm going to say that sometimes our parents take offense to like us growing not away from them or anything like that. It's just like, we're learning different things. So we have this new knowledge that, that they don't have. And it's, they just didn't have the experiences that we had. And like, it's, so it's not like, we're not trying to be rude to you. We're not saying like, how dare you not teach us? Like we didn't expect you to just different things like that. So, so I'm learning and this is a perfect example, like the conversations that we have and the people that I get to meet and talk to, like, I want to talk about those things or my clients at work, like their resilience or the families that I, good or bad, right. That I interact with or rugby or all these different experiences that we have. She has very, very different experiences, but still exciting to her. And in her own area, we both like built our own lives in very different spaces And then we come home and it's kind of like, okay, what can we talk to dad about? Because dad has his own, you know what I mean? It's not like, it's nothing bad. It's not like, oh, dad's not interested in anything I do. It's not that. It's just, he has his own, like, he loves football. (laughs) He loves, he is really, really into his work. Like he, you know what I mean? He loves whatever he just recently built in the backyard is what he wants to talk about, you know? So, and my mom has her own interests Mm -hmm. and like we were talking about bringing the larger family stuff into the conversation and um so it's just kind of like how where do I put your piece into it do I put my stuff or do I like hey how's like football but you know it's like (laughs) what do we how does that start and but it's a real thing and it's I think people are like like you can't come you can't sit down and be like we have nothing in common because that's offensive or that's people just take it as like oh, you're not like close to your family anymore. And it's like, no, we're just, now we have four adults coming together in a house. So it's different. It looks different and it's not a bad thing. It's perspectives. I mean, yeah, it's, it's hard. It's a, it's a tough thing that I think to navigate is when I, I think it's just to, to to your answer though, to like, Hey, how do you work through it? Just, I guess you may not be sports lovers, but I just want to use this as an example. You may not be sports lovers, but it's like, how's your team doing? Right, and mm-hmm. at that point, you just let him talk, or just let whoever talk. Oh well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the rest of the night. Yeah, yeah. I asked him that yesterday, I... and he said good, and I was like, oh, shoot, what do I do now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we, yeah. we sat down and watched the game, and yeah, I, they they kicked yeah. butt yesterday too. So yeah, they did good. Yeah, yeah. but. <sighs> Yeah, it's just it's just finding that common ground. And... Yeah, it, it's tough. It yeah. is tough. It is. It is. I, I will say I try as much as I could say probably yesterday I was having this kind of conversation as well, which is just like, oh, I'm not interested in what you have to say, but I will keep the conversation <laughs> going. And just you just dive deeper into how I how I do it is I typically I would take something and maybe you guys can help take this take away from it. But whatever someone else says, I'll take one piece that they said and just get them to elaborate on that. Right. So I'm constantly getting them to just talk about something new that I take from a sentence or something uh-huh. and just, all right, oh, tell me about that. Okay. Tell me about this. It's, mm-hmm. it's not because I'm not interested. It's just, I'm now just giving myself that knowledge. Right. I'm learning through your experience mm-hmm. about certain things that I took away from it. I was like, oh, how was that? Oh, what'd you do here? Mm-hmm. Okay. How did that turn out? Yeah. Oh, really? That's what happened. Cool. Tell me more. So I'll just mm-hmm. keep going and keep going until there's nothing to talk about. And it's like, all right. Bye. <laughs> 
I, I think that's kind of the benefit of like a larger family gathering yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Where with us and four people. And that's another thing is like True. people would be like, Well, aren't you like isn't it sad being so far from home? And I'm like, I FaceTime my mom four times this week. Wow, that's good. Like, yes, it'd be nice to no, just that's how I was when I moved to Arizona and we still do, like I'll leave work and that was um Saturday, last Saturday, it was like eleven and I kept looking at my phone and I'm like Heard, haven't heard from my mom yet mm. <laughs> just like a, you know just different things like that where you're just so used to communicating and but even when I moved over of course it's it's nice to see people in person but just the type of communication that we have with my mom we're never out of the loop so when we get together it's like yeah you know <laughs> like there's not so much and again I don't I don't think it's a bad thing I don't think it's a negative thing it's just one of those like we're all here now mm-hmm. Yeah, you're in each other. What do we do? You're in, you're, in, you're, in pres- you're in each other's presence at the same point. But Carly, you're you're nine hours away from home. So how is that for you? Like in terms of just that, I guess not so much of the communication aspect of it, but just staying involved, right? Because again, I'm I, I my siblings and I we have we we ter- we're terrible when it comes to communication uh, with each other. I communicate with my mom primarily, and that's kind of how we relay messages to each other, which is extremely weird, right? We all have cell phones, so it's just like, why don't you just pick up the phone and see how they're doing? But it's one of those things where my sisters are actually twins, right? So this is the dynamic that we grew up in. Sisters are twins, so they're really close, and I have an older brother who's about five years apart. So it's like, all right, where do you guys really have an interest, right? You got two sisters who are, again, girls. They're four years younger. Um, Me being directly in the middle, older brother. It's like, how do you guys all really, like, talk to each other at this point? Especially you're all grown. You all have different interests. But I want to kind of go back to what I, the question with Carly is being so far apart. How do you still keep that communication really strong? Um, if, okay, yeah, I guess I'll just leave it there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a question for you yeah. after I answer this. Ooh, but, a um... question for me. No, me and my mom also FaceTime all the time. Gotcha. I think some like sometimes it ebbs and flows, but I yeah, I FaceTime my mom all the time. And sometimes there's just like radio silence, but we're just like bored and FaceTiming, but mm-hmm. it's just like yeah, we keep up communication. And That's I right. always say that our long distance relationship is like better than our in-person mm-hmm. relationship. And I think it's like it makes sense. It's mm-hmm. because we're allowed to like establish our boundaries and be like yeah. That's true. Okay, well, that was enough talking to you for the hour. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that we're like a family of pretty introverted people. I don't know. Would you say you're an introvert? Um, but like, yeah, when we're in person, some of us don't handle that well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're like wanting to cram in that time together yeah. and then like getting frustrated or like not realizing that we need that space, which is another reason that I love Johnny because <laughs> my cat like stays <laughs> hiding in the room and I'm like, oh, I better go hang out with John Mm. so then I go hide in the room but um but to like go back to the question no we keep in touch pretty well and then um mom wishes that I would come visit more but it's not feasible I'm busy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so your question I think go ahead sorry I was gonna say our I don't know what you talk how you talk about our communication um because we're very like direct like if we communicate it's because there's something to say yeah you know we don't Same. we don't do a lot of like hey as and again i don't think there's a negative i think when we communicate it's good communication and like it's funny because i think carly 
I either hear, I either feel the most heard and the most understood by Carly or the least heard and the least understood. Like there's no in between. And it's just, I think that's a sister thing. And I think it depends on the context, but there are some times where it's like, she's the only one that I want to text, but it's such a, we have such a text. And the only, we FaceTime if it's a three-way FaceTime with mom. <laughs> like mom will like call us both in and we'll have those check-ins. Um, but I think our text conversations, it's just kind of interesting. Like like you were talking about when we text or when we don't text. It's um, And of course now with the holidays, it's like, what are you getting mom? <laughs> like, what are you, you know, like very direct and things like that. But um, there's, it's either that where it's so brief or it's like these deep, conversations that i i don't know who else to go to so it's just super interesting, very, very that interesting. Dynamic. i don't have deep conversations with my siblings not enough i would say um to be honest but carly you mentioned you had a question yeah you had a question shoot a fire away yeah. oh i um i just wanted to ask so you said that you have big gatherings with your families yeah. around the holidays is that like centered around a matriarch is there a yeah Go ahead. What were you guys? Does that make sense? Kind of. Can you elaborate? Like, what do you mean? Like, like, is there a grandmother who's hosting this? Oh no, it's my mother and my aunt. Um, there isn't. Now it's less and less of them and more of us, which I think is part of the reason why it's not the same way that it used to be. <laughs> because again, mm-hmm. yeah, us growing up with that, it's still we have to put it together and. We're all doing different, separate things, right? All of us. Um, But it's more or less, I would say, the big gatherings now don't happen as often. So, like, the 4th of July, um, I mean, all the cookouts. I mean, during the summer, our house was the party house. That's because it was my mother and my aunts putting it all Mm -hmm. together. Now, it, it doesn't happen as frequently. I would say Christmas is probably the biggest that it gets. But, again, it's still immediate family. But it's such a still a large family. So that is still, again, my mother, my aunt. Will those stay together? Oh, man, when that time passed, I honestly don't really know because they're right now the glue, I will say, um, and what keeps us all together. Uh, so it's more or less, um, that's actually a really good question because it's something that I think we all should really discuss and start trying to you know, figure out like, hey, let's start putting the responsibility on us to keep us all together. Whether it be, you know, we're having the 4th of July gathering now, right? And we putting it all together and allowing them to sit back and enjoy the, the moment. It's like, oh, this is what we used to do. Um, but it's more or less my mother and my aunt, um, them being, they're in the same household, essentially. So it's easy for us to put stuff together. I mean, it doesn't take much of a work or effort. It's, we're all there. Um, this is, when we're all going to Connecticut, we're all going to essentially one house. And so it's really easy to put those things together. I hope that does that answer your question, Carly. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I'm just thinking a brief history lesson. Not even like three generations ago, families were all kind of living in the same household. Yeah. Like like three generations worth were living in the same household. So it made sense to have all of your gatherings in one, one household. house. Yeah, and, like <laughs> even yeah, bring other people okay. together. So um, before our great grandmother passed away we were having like massive like <laughs> cousins 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 and it's type of i think it's the gatherings. type of like the society that we live in now um not to say it's you know we're the problem kind of thing but i think social media being in place we're more connected 
to our family. Mm -hmm. So it's like, do we feel more inclined to go get connected? <laughs> it's like, well, I already know what's been going on for the past 365 days a year. You post it all on social media for, for God's sake. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I guess I, I want to say that's kind of the, I think the reason why it doesn't happen. Now, I can't speak for everybody, but I can only speak for my family. It doesn't happen as often. It's because of that part of the reason. Um, but I think it's, um, it's just a matter of us as you know, the younger generation to make sure that we're keeping that going and keeping it alive and just put in the work in. I don't, I don't think we, I don't think any of us want to actually put the work in. And I think that's the, the root of the, the problem, to be honest. I think there's something like I say all the time, you know, come to my house. I have more house than I need for just me. It's like, yeah, anytime you want to come to Arizona, feel free. I would, I would host this. I'd host that, but who's going to come to Arizona right now? You know, and who, how can you get there and with the prices of things, right? So it kind of just comes down to like, where is everybody now? I don't, I would also say if we're talking historically, I think there was probably less of like, we can go wherever we want to go. Yeah. Three right? generations ago, everyone lived like my, you your whole family lived in the same town. Yeah. Your whole, yeah. your whole family did not own a house that cost $300,000. Right. Yeah. 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 Would you guys just in terms of like the abilities and the opportunities for growth now? Would you say it's part of planning though? Like, would you guys say like, if we just a year ahead, hey guys, this is where we're going to be for this holiday. You think that that would work or you, you still think that's kind of like overstretching it? No, I think if it was something that everyone was interested in doing, we could absolutely plan. That's fair. <laughs> I would, I mean, we've brought up like our, like we were talking about matriarch and we talked about going to Aunt Lisa's a couple of times just because that's where a lot of the holidays were. I think if, if Aunt Lisa posted or, you know, sent a message to everybody and said, I'd really like people to come home this year for this day, we would probably try to do it. Just like we mentioned for our cousin's graduation, it was just something like True. he was, he's the oldest cousin of that group. Um, and he has a bunch of younger siblings. So even just his family alone, we were like, you know, he's the first person to graduate of, oh, of that nice. age group, I guess. So we really wanted to just be there for him. Um, so it was something like, you know, this is happening. We're all going. So yeah, I definitely think um, having it planned does help. Um, yeah, it just comes down to what are not not what we're interested or not interested in. It's just more so I'm not traveling if it's not going to be like, is this person going to be there? Is this cousin going to be there? Is this like, I really would like it to be a family thing rather than we travel one time for wait, you're saying that you wouldn't then... go if some a particular family member would be there? No, no, not like a particular thing. I just mean like wasn't gonna be there. Gotcha. Like, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. She wants them all to be well, there. For the graduation, we knew we would see my grandparents. So my grandparents are in North Carolina right now, but they were going to be in New York at the same time. Like these cousins are gonna be in New York at the same time. Yeah. This side of the family is gonna be in New York. So it's just like, okay, this is a perfect opportunity for me to spend money, go over there. And it's not all about finances, but take time off, spend money, you know, get over there and and get to see everybody that we that we really would want to see and check in with. Um, that's all. It's just making sure. Because when, at this time, the way the world is right now, spending money to go to New York, it's like, who's, I, and it's not a who's going to be there or it's not worth it, but it's like, I would like to check everyone off the list, yeah. you know, and I'd love to visit my grandparents. So do I go to North Carolina or do I go to New York or do I wait? And is there a time where everyone's going to be in the same spot? Just <laughs> things like that. Do you guys... To try to do you guys specifically and we don't do you guys have family reunions by any chance at all 
Yeah, see, we don't do that either. My boyfriend's family had one last year, and I was like, this is a relic of the past. Yeah. <laughs> but it was awesome. It was so cool. Yeah. I think our last one happened maybe, might be approaching eight years ago. Maybe. It's been a while. I feel like there are pictures of us as kids at mm-hmm. family reunions. Yeah, same here. Same but here. A picture of me in a pie eating contest. Yeah. <laughs> like there was like food eating contest. That was, that's yeah. all I can. <laughs> and I, I remember, I feel, but, but, but we were kids. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. yeah. We had more family reunions when I was kids than I can ever remember as being an older individual, which yeah. again, I think it goes back to us just who was putting who's up? putting it together. <laughs> like, who? Not me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. But I don't know. There is so much, like I mentioned, and and kind of going back to that social media piece, I feel like there is so much of like a negative connotation of like, here it comes. And even I I had a conversation, um, one of my friends is a teacher, and she was like, what is work like around the holidays? Kind of just like asked me very lightheartedly. And I was like, yeah, there's like extra hospitalizations. Like there's a lot of like self-harm going on and not to make it super deep but I just got I do extra work on the weekends for hospitalizations like specifically and I got a text from my boss for that program and she was like we need it like kind of all hands on deck this weekend a holiday weekend so even just to think about it from that level is like what is that stress where is that stress coming from and is it 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 very well could be that people don't have the family or that it could be the family too, or there could be loss or it could be like that the family you know yeah. these fa- we're going to be together with the family and carly mentioned boundaries before and that's one thing i wanted to bring up is i think there's this new like i think kids and teens are getting a little bit more autonomy and i think older generations think that's disrespectful and think that, and I think maybe Ronnie thinks that's disrespectful, <laughs> and we might be on different sides here. But um, I think kids like being able. So here's what I was going to say is, on social media, it's a lot of like when this person brings up. So let's just say politics. What are you gonna say when politics comes up at the table? Um, and it's like just the ability to say, I'm not interested in this conversation, or don't say anything, mm-hmm. or yeah, just like. That's a boundary that you're allowed to set. And I think for so long, and we definitely grew up in the generation of go give that person a hug, go give that person a kiss. We're not leaving until you go say goodbye to this person. And it was a lot of like, you don't get the choice to like determine if this is a healthy or safe or person that you just feel close to. And I understand that up to a point. But I'm seeing, especially like with my clients and just socially and whatever, that there are more teens, more kids, even just people our age having more autonomy to make those decisions and say, I don't have to have those conversations. I had a conversation like this with my dad one time who's in his fifties and about, well, if I go home, then I have to answer all these questions. I'm like, no, you don't just say, I don't want to talk about it. And he's like, well, that's rude. I'm like, but no, it's not because you don't want to talk about it. What's rude is if they pressure you to then keep talking about it. You know, so just being able to, I think people just have this expectation of like, if I go to this house, I'm going to have to talk about this or that it comes up where it's like, everyone's going to ask why I'm still single, which has never been a thing in our family. But like, if people are asking you, 
like you don't have to answer those questions, right? There's a there's an appropriate way and a kind way to say, I'm sorry, grandma, I just do we have to talk about that right now? You know, like there's a way you can speak and a tone that you can use to be like, nah, you know, not really what I want to talk about today. Yeah. And I just I don't know if that gets talked about so much. I don't think so. I I I laugh and I was going I agree with you that yes, nowadays uh the kids are a little bit more they're bold in my eyes. Um <laughs> and I say this because this morning I could you know, I was just on Instagram and again I gotta reference this clip because it was literally tied into what you said. So there's um there's a uncle, I believe he was gracing the food, he's praying over the food. Mm-hmm. There was three kids. <clears throat> Two of them were like giggling under their mouth as uncle mm-hmm. is praying, and then one kid just <laughs> loudly just started laughing loud and i don't know if it was grandma i don't know who the person was but grandma had their belt in her hand and started beating her <laughs> i was just like holy crap <laughs> this is no way that this is happening right now <laughs> and someone actually oh. quite captured this and i don't know if it was real fake or whatever the case but i can honestly see that being a real thing in a lot of people's households where you have someone mm. praying over the food and then you have three kids that just don't understand that's all it is it's just mm. a lack of understanding and laughing I mean, man, if I were to ever laugh, I probably would never see the next day, especially in those moments. But it just made yeah. me really laugh just because, again, it's that aspect of yeah, these kids are bold nowadays. Um, mm-hmm. Kudos to you guys. I wouldn't. There's just, I guess, a level of respect at, at the end of the day at the same time. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've gone through different <laughs> transitions. Yeah, like that where it was like, you know, I, growing up, it was like, you eat everything that is put on your plate at Papa's house. You know, you don't leave food on the plate. You don't, well, Papa's rules. There was, when we got, when we both pierced our noses, we had to like, take it out when wow, we went. To- really? <laughs> he didn't talk to me for a minute when I first pierced my nose. And then I think he might've had a conversation with my mom. And I think he was like, eh, I don't want to do that to your kid. Or like, <laughs> um like a transition period where it's like yeah at first it's disrespectful so what can we do to adjust because we do absolutely respect our grandfather yeah. it's just like we respect our grandfather but we still make our own choices yeah, so where's like... the middle ground and then like he started kind of compromising and then it was really like this transition that we kind of saw but but i want to make that connection to autonomy because you mentioned like hugging having a choice to hug someone or not having a choice to hug someone and you mentioned eating all the food on your plate and I think hospitalizations and mm. Thanksgiving especially is a terrible holiday for people who have eating disorders or mm. food issues mm. and it is just like so commonplace for people to be like oh I ate too much mm-hmm. like I cannot count on two hands the amount of times that I heard that yesterday within our own family or that I heard, have heard that at work yeah, yeah preparing yeah. to have that and that's just like personally something that I try to keep out of my vocabulary and am surrounded by so I think that's something that people struggle with um absolutely around this holiday Mm -hmm. is just people being like wow yada 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 and it's just like okay just fix your relationship with food dude Mm -hmm. yeah 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 there's that. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's... I could have worded that better, but those are my feelings on the matter. <laughs> uh, a lot of, I would say, yeah, I mean, 
not to get too deep into that conversation specifically because I, I can't I can't relate. Um, just like you mentioned, if I have to, if I know that I don't want to eat much, then I just I won't eat much. Um, I know even in my younger days where I would go to I would go to multiple people's houses to celebrate Thanksgiving, but I not at every house I was eating a whole plate. Um, mm-hmm. This is not I saved my I save my plate for the the meal that I know that I need, which is the one my mom and my aunt were chefing up. <laughs> that's the, that's the yeah. that's the that was the real one for me. And I think it's just again acknowledging it. That's it. Once you realize, like, all right, every Thanksgiving you're eating too much. It's like, well, do I have to eat this much? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and just just your own thoughts on it. So if I know I eat a bunch on Thanksgiving. And I also, I know how I feel about food. I know how I feel about when I eat too much, but it's, so it's like, am I going to be upset with myself or am I going to give myself Thanksgiving and not worry about it? And then like for some, so I saw a post that was like one like serving of turkey and it was supposed to be like, do you do this much exercise? But the whole point of the post was like, you do not need to exercise because you ate food. So it just canceled the whole thing out. So it was just about like, you know, I, I went to the gym the day before Thanksgiving, not because I'm going to be mad at myself because I had Thanksgiving dinner, but yeah. just because I want to have that balance. Like I want to make sure I'm consistently still going. So it's all about how you talk to yourself and it's all about just how you think about it within yourself. So it's not so much like I knew I was full and I probably said that over and over again, like uh, I ate too much food, but not because I was mad at myself or not because I'm now going to punish myself or anything like that. I'm, we went for a walk yesterday and I was glad we went for a walk. Nice. That's not it. because... I ate too much, but just because I was glad we were moving, mm-hmm. you know, so just different things like that. But yeah, everyone sees it's perspectives. Sees things differently it's perspectives. And, yeah. and I think that's the beautiful part, which is having conversations with people. It's not just to get anything to benefit yourself out of it. It's just just hear somebody out sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. Again, we could sit on here. We all three of us, I think, have completely entirely different perspectives on life just in, in general. Right. But it, it's having being able to sit down and still having a respectable and, and acknowledgeable and knowledge. Just keep, give yourself mm-hmm. a little bit of more insight of how we see things. So that therefore I can see, okay, I can see your things. Maybe I won't agree with it. Maybe I will. Who knows? Who cares? Mm-hmm. Just at least have respect enough to have those conversations to be able to then move forward from that. And I think that's mm-hmm. the piece where a lot, I think a lot of, that's what really stops, um, I think, personally, human growth it's it's Mm -hmm. it's your way or the highway and i think that's where we can kind of get in a situation where it's like if you want to be stubborn for a moment that's fine um but again i think it's still important to just hear someone out because you don't know what you're going to get out of it and i don't want this to be like a a a dr phil talk or a pep talk or anything (laughs) of that nature because that's not what i'm here to do it's just um shed a little bit of light of what i think isn't really happening and of course this is a conversation with myself at the same time mm-hmm. well yeah and i know i've brought this up a bunch of times but i just feel like the way media portrays it is either like it's the most wonderful time of the year or it's like oh we all have to do this now right there's there's like no in between of like some people have positive experiences and some people have middle ground experiences and some people have negative experiences and it's okay to to have those conversations. And, and like I said, I think family dynamics is such a topic where it's like, oh, that's going to hurt someone's feelings. And coming into this, we were both kind of like, we know how our family reacts to things. We know who in our family is watching this. We just different things like that. Like, how do we say it? But just understanding, like, you can have conversations about 
your family. You can have conversations about the, your upbringing. You can have yeah. conversations about how we are now as individuals. And it's not, it's not offensive. It's not because of someone or in spite of someone. And um, that's one thing I was going to add when you mentioned perspective. Like, of course, we grew up differently. But if it's what's very funny and what I've learned and learned so much from is understanding how Carly and I have grown up differently which is so funny to say, like, we grew up in the same house with the same parents, with the same dog our whole lives. And like, in the same high school, we had a lot of the same teachers and had such a different experience in our upbringing. And I'm very, very grateful to understand that now because we've had those conversations. Mm. And she has taught me a lot about that because just in terms of, and this is something I've been, we don't have to get into it, but it's something I've been really interested in is just birth order the difference between a firstborn or the oldest in the family's experience versus a middle child versus a youngest Mm -hmm. and just how different your experience can be just with that alone versus experiences that you had with friends, experiences that you had in your hometown versus not in your, you know what I mean? Just different things like that. And just super, super interesting. So it's like, of course I can talk to you and we have different experiences, but I have my sister who like no one else grew up even remotely as close but still such different experiences and stuff, such different ways that we communicate our experiences. Yeah, yeah. And I think, I don't think families talk about that either, where it's kind of like how, Oh, and we've dealt with that our whole lives. Courtney and Carly are so different. Courtney no. Carly. Well, mom says that we're so similar and I'm like, no, we're not. And it's because <laughs> like, it's because my mom is like, you guys have the same values. And I'm like, no, like when you when you really get into the nitty gritty of them, like, mm-mm. like, <laughs> but I think, oh, I lost my train of thought. You mentioned earlier growing up in the same house, we're very different. People were saying, yeah, whatever. Um, I'm gonna okay. The book <laughs> that I'm reading, yeah. um, talks about how there are internalizers and there are externalizers. Okay. So, um, yeah, two kids can respond to, to something that happens in just the completely different way. So, oh, you mentioned earlier that like, sometimes you can feel totally heard by me and sometimes you Mm -hmm. can feel totally like not heard by me. And I think the times that you're feeling not heard by me is because I'm just like, why aren't you reacting the way that I would react? Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's because like, haven't gotten to that chapter yet but <laughs> so i don't know which one i am i think i'm an externalizer and you're an internalizer and literally it's like a 30 minute audiobook and i wanted to read it mm-hmm. uh before this but i need but a long that brings um that, go ahead I but yeah that. it's just like it's just like i'm like i would do this so much differently right. like what's your issue yeah <laughs> No, and I'm glad that you guys said that because now that makes me think, right? How I was going to address Christmas, my conversation makes me now think back like, all right, this is how I would deal with it. But how are Mm -hmm. they looking at the situation, Mm -hmm. right? Do they even see it from my hindsight or, you Mm -hmm. know, and now it makes me really wonder, all right, maybe I will take what Carly said and take a step back to process Mm -hmm. it to make sure that I can understand it from their perspective. Because I think that's the biggest piece that I'm forgetting at the moment, which Again, if you don't see it my way, it's like, why don't you see it my way? What the heck? It's, it's very obvious. What don't you yeah. see? But it's, it mm-hmm. may be something that is missing that could really tie it all together. So I definitely want to say thank you for literally bringing that to my hindsight, both of you guys. Yeah. Uh, because that now allows me to say, all right, 
we can still have the conversation, but of course, like like I mentioned, respectable and not attacking, um, but more or less a conversation that can progressively, hopefully, make some sort of progress in the in the end. So this is well, what this is what we like... do here. You know, we're not all perfect. Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah i definitely like always use the word pusher to describe like myself and my mother and i think it's like a lack of processing like i Mm -hmm. think it's just like why aren't you doing this yeah right just like step back figure it out and you can talk about it later Hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah I was just going to say, I think, like, if I were to approach a conversation with you, Ronnie, I I know I have an expectation that we have different perspectives, right? So it's kind of like, I don't know what's going to happen, but that's okay. I know we can have the conversation. Where when you approach a conversation with family, it's like, (laughs) we're the same. What do you mean? Like, we should think the same way. You should care about what I care about. You should, like, I'm talking about me, so you should be excited to hear this. Or, like, whatever notions that you show up with, it's like, and I, I mess with my mom all the time where that's it's like, true. I'll call her and she won't answer. And I'm like, I'm your firstborn. <laughs> like, what are you doing? That's not talking to me. And I'm, of course I'm kidding. Like, I know she has a life and things like that, but just different things where it's like, why, why don't you want to hear me? Like I'm doing exciting things. People don't want to hear my exciting things. It's just, I would never approach a friend or someone outside of my immediate family with the same thoughts. So, so it's kind of just the same thing of being able to say, no, these are grown adults now mm. or like people whose lives went a certain way and are they're learning different things just as I'm learning different things. And the way that they hear the message presented is different, maybe different than my intention that I had when I presented the message and yeah. things like that. So family dynamics, the, the, the person in our head, the communication mm-hmm. level is so much. There's so many variables that go into just mm-hmm. having fluidity in our lives and However, that however anybody decides to allow that to flow, um, you just gotta find your yeah. find what works for you. Ultimately, and I always will say yeah. I'm always gonna seek out for knowledge and always gonna have conversations and always seek for perspectives, of course. Which is why you know having those conversations that I typically have and I dive deep into it just to hear, why, right, what made you do this? What made you? Do that? What are you stupid? I won't mm-hmm. say that to somebody, but it's like <laughs> in my head, I'm like what are you? What are you stupid for doing that? Yeah. But it's just you know it's just getting an understanding overall. And the more I think, the more that we can take in. Of course, take in what you want, but don't overlook load yourself then you're going to be able to have more to work with Um, because again everybody has something to share well I think also like you mentioned don't overload yourself because we can go into conversations where it's like I want this information but I know this conversation can get sticky Mm. so where am I at right now before I enter this conversation Mm. and not just with Carly but like I don't know, like with mom or if I'm, if I know I'm talking to my mom about this topic or about this person or whatever, but there are times I, I just do want to say with siblings or, you know, everyone's family is different. So I'm not going to act like I know everybody, but I definitely do recommend having those conversations. Um, There are times where (laughs) Carly and I have conversations and I leave it and I'm like, like she just drives me crazy. And, but there are also times where it's like, I don't, the amount of learning that I've like, and the amount of growth and the amount of just understanding, like I've had a lot of, and I know this is what necessarily what the conversation is about, but I've had a lot, a lot, a lot of personal growth this year, but I, I don't think I would have been able to take as many steps to understanding myself if I didn't understand the dynamics that we had growing up. Mm. There's so much information there that really no one would have been able, I could read, and I have been reading a little bit, but <laughs> read a single book. I know. I I think you said you haven't picked up a single book since Reggie's book, right? So, 
I've picked up books. <laughs> <laughs> I've, uh, I've purchased books. I've no, I really I'm interested in reading Reggie's. I don't know. Reggie's she book was my Christmas present. That was a book. Oh, I don't wow. think that's true, but. No, I've purchased books. I, I do like reading. I just, Reggie's book, I couldn't put it down, but that's besides the point. I've picked up Reggie's book multiple times, actually, since then. But anyway, <laughs> um, no, I, I, the, in terms of conversation, yeah. that information, like, no one could teach me more than Carly would be able to just because of our experience. So basically, all I'm trying to say is, if you're interested in that type of in, information, and you have that type of, I'm not just talking to you, I'm talking to everybody. But, and you have that type of relationship with your siblings, with your parents, with your, I heard a conversation between Carly and my grandparents last night that I'm like, this is cool. Like the amount of information she's receiving from them just about their history, like seek out that information. It's so interesting. And you don't know how much, how many pieces you can pull together Mm -hmm. from it. Um, So yeah, don't be scared of those conversations. Um, Sometimes I am timid because you don't know where it's going to go, but, um, but yeah, seek out that information. It's, it's just so interesting. And Again, things that I don't want to jump into, but if people are interested in this type of work, um, I know we've talked about attachment styles. That's huge when it comes to family dynamics. There are um, something called dysfunctional family roles, which is another huge thing, which is kind of just about birth order and which roles people tend to take on automatically just based on birth order. That's another really interesting thing. Um, I know we just talked about birth order anyway. What did you say? Internalizing and externalizing mm-hmm. family roles. Um, Processing. There's so yeah. many different tools and yeah, there's so many just different tools and ways of um, when you think about family dynamics, how many things go into play. Um, so if, if people are interested in these conversations, there's so many things you can look into and we can talk about dysfunctional family roles later. That'd be, yeah, that'd be, pretty that'd cool be another, conversation. Yeah, that'd be another um, cool conversation. Maybe I'll have my yeah. siblings on that one, right? <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we're going to talk about dysfunctional family, family roles. Get your siblings in here. <laughs> That's funny. No, I don't know. Um, Carly, and Carly I, said she has a point. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I just wanted to bring up, kind of circling back a little bit, um, there's Ami Natuso and Anne Friedman wrote a book. They had a podcast called Call Your Girlfriend, and they wrote a book can't remember the title it's something about like best friendship um so it's not necessarily family dynamics but it's kind of what we're talking about um you're talking about like expecting people to be just like you and um they like made a concept essentially it's called the story of sameness and they had a falling out um and then kind of got back together but um they're falling out they described it is that they were like telling themselves the story of sameness. Like they were so in love and so like best friends and they were just like, we're alike in these many ways. Why are we having an issue? And that's what people do in like most relationships. They don't recognize that we're unlike in these many ways. Mm -hmm. So like building relationships with anyone not just family is kind of about highlighting the, your story of unsameness <laughs> and gotcha. like recognizing like mm-hmm. we are alike in these many ways and that's why I love you but we are also unlike in these many ways and that's what makes our relationship unique mm-hmm. and that and those are like that it can help me hear you 
to understand that like you are that I'm an externalizer and you're an internalizer, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> um, like, so to like highlight those unsamenesses is how you're going to like be able to advise people better. And I think that's what I've started doing recently. And like being a better listener to Courtney is being like, okay, now I've kind of realized that I like wasn't hearing you mm. and was yelling at her for like two years. And I've been stopping doing that so i was like that strategy wasn't working <laughs> so yeah that's my spiel yeah no definitely we all gave our last pointers so unless if anybody else has mm -hmm. anything last to say going once going twice yeah. so so till next no, i'm glad okay yeah sorry no i was just gonna say i'm glad we had this conversation i know yeah. it's hopefully it's useful for people around this time of year um yeah no, I'm great. Just oh, in cool. general, I don't think it's just this yeah. time of the year. Um, I don't care what holidays you're going through. I think just everything okay. we spoke about was really everything that we can apply to our family dynamics in general. And I hope that everyone really does take something away from this conversation to be able to apply because till next time, keep on applying those perspectives. I'm going to say it again. Perspectives, education, growth, and collaboration, y'all.